Chasing the duffel like I'm in the NBA. Riding around with my slime like it's KCA. Can't trust nobody, can't trust what nobody say. Pretty and fake, man, I call them designers. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Backstage with BU. Uh, it's been about two months since we did our last interview. So I'm more than happy to say we have my friend Apollo1027 on the show today. Paul, how are you doing today, man? Doing good, Sam. Doing really good. Thank you for having me. Man. Hey, of course. Of course, man. Happy to have you here. Um, so can you start off by telling us a little bit about your journey and how you got started in music? Yeah, so back in high school, that's when everything started. Senior year of high school specifically. I had been in a, an acapella group, actually, and it, I was also a part of my school's choir. So just kind of like, and I, and I come from like a family that's just musically oriented. Like my mom played piano and sang. My dad had his own band. Like, so you, I guess you could kind of say it was kind of in my blood already. Right. Um, yeah, but um, so yeah, and then it wasn't until senior year where I linked up with my boy David, David Sulky, after a lot of like persuasion and like just pushing me to like go over to his crib and just record some things. And um, I went to his crib and we just we just made uh, my first song, which was called Night Owl. And that was the beginning of everything. So it was the second semester of my senior year of high school. So 2017. So, yeah, that was the beginning of, of, of this whole thing, man. So. For sure. And what have you been up to since then? Because I know since 2017, there's, there's been a lot going on for you, man. No, nah, of course. I, uh, so I didn't start, I wouldn't say that I started taking music very seriously until late 2018 when I met my current manager, Tyler. And then when, you know, when I met Renzo, like when we all lived in the same space, we were, we were roommates. So it was just like really, really like easy to just start making music like rapidly, like everybody doing stuff together. And then I met Boyce as well. I met Cosmic, everybody just kind of like started Sam low <laughs> and then you know so it, it just started clicking like the end of uh the towards the end of the first semester of my sophomore year of college that's 2018 um and yeah bro so since then I mean I've, I've had a couple of songs do really well um a lot of people might already know designer snakes um but uh and a lot of shows some of those thanks to you, you know, performing at, in Tallahassee, performing in Orlando as well, Tampa, right. kind of keeping it local. And yeah, I've, I've dropped an album, uh, an EP, two EPs actually, um, if you count my first one. But um, yeah, and just a couple singles this year and uh, and another single, you know, as you already know, next right. week. No, to, tomorrow, what am I saying? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We'll definitely get into that later. Um, but diving into Designer Snakes, you have over 2 million streams on that. I mean, that song blew up as it should have. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about that process of, like, how you felt when it started blowing up and, like, if it was by accident or, like, you you know, you, you purposely set steps for that to blow up? Like, how did that work? Yeah, so um, for when – I, when I, I remember I was recording that song. It was sophomore year of, of college, so 2018, 20. I think I recorded that like January 2019 and I hated it. I didn't like the song. I didn't even finish the song. I just had a, a chorus, which I just, you know, dragged and dropped twice. And then I had a verse on there and Tyler was like, yo, this is really hard. Like if you don't like it, then fine. But I still think you should release it. And I think you should just put it on SoundCloud. It's a good manager right there. Yeah. So he was like, cause I mean, a lot of the times artists get flustered, like with, what they want to put out and what they don't want to put out, they get really picky. But 
right. you know, you don't you don't choose the song that's gonna blow up. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly. that's up to the fan base. So, so Tyler told me to drop that. I dropped it on SoundCloud, and then it was whatever. And for a couple months, it was just you know doing okay, nothing crazy. And then Tyler had submitted the song itself through like a through like a Snapchat video or something that. Um, Nell posted. They were like, "Oh, send all this, all your artist music to to our email." And Tyler was like, "Bet." So he sent a couple songs. Designer Stinks was one of them. And Nell Boys, they're like a really, really big. Nelk is a huge YouTube channel. They have a really big platform on there. So the odds of them choosing my song were like slim to none. You know, I'm sure there were thousands of kids just sending their music. Um, and I didn't even know about that. I just it was just Tyler on his phone. Just all right, whatever. I'll just send a couple songs. Right. Next thing you know, a couple weeks later, um, I'm actually on the phone with my dad. It's like nighttime. I'm on the phone with my dad, middle of the week. I think, no, I think it was like a Monday because that's when they dropped their videos. So I'm on the phone with my dad and then my phone starts buzzing, like going crazy. And I'm like, what, what, like what's going on? <laughs> so then I told my dad, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna call you back. And then I'm, I'm looking at my phone and it's all Instagram notifications. So, and then this one kid, he was like, hey, I just heard your new song on Nelk's video. And I was like, whoa (laughs) first thing i do i I don't even tell tyler anybody they're in their room tyler and renzo are in their room um and then i I just check i go to check because i'm like yo somebody could just be like bullshit like i could be like what i mean like this isn't necessarily like true so i go to the video i click on the video a couple minutes in the song starts playing and i was like (laughs) it was like the craziest thing so then i and the thing is what's what's even funnier about it is that Tyler had been trying to get me to watch Nelk that whole year just because he thought they were funny, like, and he's a big right. fan. But I, I was like, nah, I don't want to watch, like, I don't, I, for whatever reason, I didn't want to. And then I walk in to, uh, to Tyler's room, and I remember, like, I just played it for him. And he got up, and he smacked my phone out of my hand. He was so, he, like, picked <laughs> me up, slammed me on the bed. I was like, yo, what the, like, it was crazy. Renzo started celebrating. We just, all, just the three of us in the little dorm room, bro, just going crazy. I'm seeing this so visually right now, knowing Ty, Renzo. <laughs> it was, like, our first, it was, like, the first big break. So, right. you know, we had never been placed on a platform or, like, you know, put put on that type of a, yeah, like, the platform in general. We never had right. an opportunity like that before. So that's kind of how that happened. So it could you could say it was kind of random, but it was orchestrated by Tyler, just kind of by submitting the the song, just by chance they chose it, and now it's going crazy still to right. me. Shout out to iConnects, that's crazy. And if you got if you guys haven't heard Designer Snakes, uh, it's streaming on all platforms and is still blowing up and still doing great numbers. So definitely go stream that. And speaking of another good song, you are releasing. Uh, single called Dust tomorrow night at midnight. Yes, I've sir. heard this one and I've been waiting for it to drop and I'm so excited. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Um, so the song itself, I recorded that song back in back in January of, of this year. I had just come back from LA and first thing I did was record that song and it, it just came easy to me. It would, I mean, usually a lot of my songs are like about real experiences but this one wasn't really about a real experience. It's like about like a tumultuous like relationship with the girl and that ended up going south. But at the time I was, I, me and Catherine, like, as you know, my girlfriend, we, we had been dating for over a month. So like, I'm, I'm happy. Like, I'm not, I'm not sad at all. I'm not like right, right. about a girl, like I'm, I'm chilling. So I just wrote this song 
quickly, fairly quickly, 100 Gram sent me the beat. Shout out 100 Gram. And I wrote to it. Yeah, I recorded it. And then we held it because we knew we were like, let's let's wait to see if we can get some momentum like behind this song and like just kind of like, you know, build up a whole thing behind. Like we want to, you know, have a little bit more following on Instagram, develop some what of a following on TikTok, like, you know, all, all the little social media platforms and then just try to see what we can do. But it got to a point where we were like, no, nah, I'm not, we're not trying to wait anymore. Let's just drop this and, and see how it does. Um, and we shot a music video for it, of course, as you know, with uh, Bay Marola um, and Paul, Paul Ton. And yeah, we were just, so after we shot the video, it was just like, all right, it's, it's, it's a go. Like, let's just drop yeah, it. Yeah, it needs to be put out. Let's drop it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah hopefully it goes crazy, man. Oh, it definitely will, for sure. And speaking of using social media, I saw that, I was looking on uh, Chart Metrics and I saw that Madagascar was a song that did really good on TikTok. And then obviously Designer Snakes blew up from Nelk through YouTube and whatnot. So is social media and all these platforms something that you try to utilize to, you know, have these songs, you know, grow and whatnot? No, yes, yeah, sir, 100%. It's, it's just, uh, the thing with social media is just we live in a society now to where, like everyone and their moms has social media. So like everything is internet based, you know, mm -hmm. it's the same as like before where you would like have to like sell, literally sell physical copies of like a CD or, or right. like now you can just with, with the matter of just clicking a button, like you're sharing something with thousands of people and in some cases, millions of people. So yeah. So it's definitely like, that's the main strategy just surrounding our releases and um, our rollouts on like based on social media because that's like the number one way to communicate with our fans directly so yeah it's definitely part of our rollout for sure 100%. right and you mentioned earlier uh talking about shows and whatnot and you had a show i think two weeks ago which yeah. popped off you killed it um a little thing that that's part of your uh performance that that obviously no one else does is when uh your MC shouts 10 2 and the crowd shouts seven. Yeah. Like, dude, that, I think that's awesome. Um, it makes the crowd feel like part of, of the show. Like, how did that originate? Yeah, so it's funny because it was uh, before my Orlando show that I did on September 14th back in 2019. I had a, so I remember I, me and Renzo were talking and I was like, bro, we got to come up with some sort of chant that's like easy for, for the crowd to just kind of like chant along with us like everybody right. that they say for the crowd to like chant back and it just to keep the energy up you know what I mean like mm -hmm. and then I came up with the the 10 to 7 because obviously Apollo 1027 is the right. whole thing so I figured we just take the number and just make that like you know it's also like part of like the branding and the marketing just like yeah using numbers, but is yeah, that why you're dropping like, dust on November 27th no nah, it's not actually it's not <laughs> But um, nah, because we had submitted it uh, for release uh, like around my birthday, which is October 27th. Right. So, uh, a month. It gives it like four weeks for it to maybe possibly get on Spotify editorials. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, nah, it just so happens to be that the 27th is releasing. It wasn't anything like methodical. Or <laughs> gotcha. But, but yeah, so that, that originated back back here, back home in Orlando with mm -hmm. uh, Renzo at the Airbnb that we were staying at before the show. Nice, nice. And uh, getting into some more fun questions, who would you say your biggest musical influences are? So the thing with me, bro, like I, I always say that Drake is like my biggest musical influence overall, like from a holistic view. But for me, like I, I'll listen to like a specific type of music for a couple of 
for a couple of weeks and then I'll change and I'll listen to another type of like, like another genre for a couple of weeks, like just whatever I'm in the mood to listen to. So right now, currently, I'd say that like my main influence for the stuff that I'm making and about to make are just like underground artists from Atlanta, like Soap Fago. I'm a really big Soap Fago fan. Um, uh, Uzi for sure. And like Cardi, like those are the beats that I'm kind of like working with right now. Right. Just like more fun, upbeat, uh, you know, melodic a little bit still, but just hard, you know what I mean? Stuff. Yeah, that, yeah for sure. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what my influence is right now. But overall, like definitely Drake, definitely Travis, Post Malone, of course. Mm. And Frank Ocean is a huge influence on me as well. So those four, I'd say, are like the Mount Rushmore of influence. Sure. Yeah. Hey, so Fago, Uzi, Cardi, Drake, Post, Travis. If you ever watch this, check out my boy Apollo Ten Twenty Seven. He's crazy. Um, so what does your creative process look like when you're making music? Because I know, dude, you are just insane when it comes to making music and you mix your own stuff, right? Yes, sir. I mix my own stuff for sure. So, I mean, my creative process is, it varies. So sometimes if, if I can't write a song, like usually I write all my songs on my phone, bro. Like this is the key right here to everything. I have in my notes, it's just hundreds and hundreds of songs written out. Some yeah. complete, some not, but... So I, I usually just start by writing. And then um, if I can't, then like, if I don't feel like writing that specific day, I'll just hop on a beat and I'll just like start like freestyling and go going line by line. And I've recorded a couple of songs like that too. So um, yeah, it just, it just varies. And then I do everything just with my, my uh, microphone, my Rode NT1A. I got it on a stand. And then I, of course my MacBook Pro, Logic Pro X. And then I've, uh, over the years, I've learned how to just mix my, my own vocals. I'm still, I still consider myself like, de like in development. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm the most, you know, wow, like the best mixer in the world, but, right. but I know, how to, I know how to mess around with my vocals and my microphone. And if I want to throw in some harmonies in there. Like, right. You're your best engineer, essentially. Exactly. You know exactly. The best, so. Essentially. Right. Yeah. So, and, um, and then I, whenever I finish, I just send. The, the files over to my boy Freddie Leon. Shout out Freddie Leon. Um and yeah, he just masters it for me. And like I said it's really simple. I, I record from my everybody always asks me like, oh where do what studio do you go to or where do you record at? And I'm like my bedroom. I've never recorded anywhere right. else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it though. Awesome. So what are we looking uh forward from Apollo ten twenty seven the next couple of years? Uh next couple of years uh, hopefully just a, you know, growing fan base, um, a loyal fan base, uh, hopefully like an album, a more serious album, more well thought out type of thing. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to sign a deal yet. I don't know, you know, I'm still like just focusing on my music day by day. And um, from a more immediate like standpoint, then for sure, a couple music videos on the way, right. a couple singles on the way, and we're going to see what we can do, man, try to you know, grow the name, grow the fan base and keep it going. And then we're going to start tomorrow. We're going to drop dust, see how that does. Drop the, yeah, drop the music video and just go crazy. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to start. Yeah, with it looks like we're expecting a lot of things from Apollo 1027, a lot of great things in the next couple of years. And like you mentioned, a loyal, a loyal fan base is huge. And yeah. indeed, that is something that you definitely have. Um, dust dropping tomorrow night. Definitely go stream it. Check out the music video. The music video is, insane and it sure. was a song so definitely go check that out apollo thank you for coming on the show today man
No, of course. Thank you for having me, bro. It's an honor. For sure. Right. Thank you so much. For sure, bro. I'll catch you later. You have a good Thanksgiving. Chasing the duffel like I'm in the NBA. Riding around with my slime like it's KCA. Can't trust nobody, can't trust what nobody say. Pretty and fake, man, I call them designers.